Crikey in T minus ten. Everybody and welcome to Crikey! What a shit book! I'm Carlisle and I'm joined as ever by my homie Toby. Toby, how you doing? Um, I'm a, like a seven out of ten. Okay, so you know, not too bad. Well, just yeah, that's that's pretty decent mm. as things go. Mm. What do we do on this podcast, Toby? <sighs> I'm glad you asked, Carlisle. On this podcast. Uh, we we read through a wonderful book called Legacy of the Sky People. And in this book, we learn about such wonderful theories as uh, how the uh, Garden of Eden was actually on Mars, wasn't it? Um, and how mm-hmm. Noah's Ark is here on Earth and also a spaceship. Lots of just alien conspiracy theories that are 100% truth, as we've established. Um, it's written by Brinsey Lepore, Trench, Nick Redfern, Sean Castile, and Tim Schwartz. All great minds. Maybe the greatest minds of uh, of any generation, possibly. Maybe. There should be some sort of contest to find out. Um, we're also joined by our friend Jack. How you doing, Jack? Friend. Hey, I'm Jack. Friend. Mm. Now, normally on this podcast... I'm the one who, um, I describe what happened last time. I bring everybody up to speed, but this time I've How you left up, my notes. I left my notes at my nan's house. So, but it doesn't matter because, you know, it doesn't matter. That's why. <laughs> the funny thing matters, about that that's why. is there is a greater than zero possibility that your grandmother is going to stumble across something that you wrote down, which says something like, hey, there's... If Noah's Ark came from Mars and aliens are all yeah and I Earth. often often when I'm taking notes I just write down really interesting names so it's just a <laughs> bunch of like really strange names and Noah's Ark like oh my notes are always indecipherable so <laughs> well so it should be said this book Legacy of the Sky People is more of a collection of books most of it is taken up by a book called The Sky People but we're not there yet and, and last week we read flu we read through something that was essentially a pamphlet. And we've come up to We Have Met the Martians and They Are Us, <laughs> uh, which is an interview with Brad and Sherry Steiger, uh, written by Sean Castile. I don't know who Brad and Sherry Steiger are or why I should care. Can you we're spell, gonna find out. Can you spell Steiger here. for me? Is it Steiger S- or Steiger, like Tiger with an S? S-T-E-I-G-E-R. Wow. That's not how I was imagining no, it spelled. The I, I, E really options. threw me off. Yeah, it was neither of those two options. You can, you've made yourself look so uncultured by giving me a finite list of options instead of just leaving it at <laughs> how it spelled, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, without any further ado, here we go. World-renowned author Brad Steiger offers his praise for Brinsley Lepoa Trench, calling him a groundbreaking researcher who is unfairly neglected today. Would we even have an ancient astronaut's theory without the pioneering work of Trench, the 8th Earl of Clancarty? Uh, God, yeah, what a hero. Brinsley Lepoa Trench, who wrote The Sky People. Which Royal is family. Yeah, genuinely part of uh, the British aristocracy and royalty. Um, 
another bullet point here. We have met the Martians and they are us, says Steiger. Why? Was the... <laughs> Good question. <laughs> this is why, question mark. Why? I'm Was so the glad they Ark of Noah really a spaceship from Mars on a mission to save a remnant of early human life? Is the why meant to be part of that? Is it supposed to say, why was the I'm really confused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look. Just, this is... I, I, it probably sounds to people like I've started halfway through a paragraph as well. I haven't. This is just how this book, this part of this book starts. This is really badly written. Okay. <laughs> Brad Steiger says there is a new fuck... There's a new flub. Uh, every time I flub a line, I I take a drink. What did you flub there? It's, you sounded fine. I know. I just added in the word. Um, a. <laughs> Brad Steiger says there is new evidence to suggest that life on Earth was first planted in South America and spread out from there. Okay. I'm excited to find out why. <laughs> Learn the reasoning behind this theory. Hmm. You're just going to... Okay. Some City of Gold stuff, maybe? <laughs> giving us a checklist at the top. Are we hardwired as a species to seek a higher intelligence, or even the god who created us? If not, why have we had these strange and mysterious encounters with angels, demons, and extraterrestrials so consistently down through the ages? I, I read that weird, but that is just how it's written. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Hang on. It's saying that we've encountered space beings... Because we write about aliens, are looking for gods. Write about yeah. gods, sorry, and angels and demons. So if we didn't, if we hadn't, if we hadn't taken an interest in in a, in higher powers, they wouldn't we have come. Wouldn't have, they wouldn't have landed. Do they have like a beacon? Oh, like like wait. a homing. What I thought. Sorry, yeah, that's that's really confusing. By faith in the Christian <laughs> because God. I assumed the, that the, the theory they, the theory they had is that all these myths about demons and angels and stuff were about the aliens. We just like misremembered, you know. Maybe that's what they're trying to say, but they were genuinely. It wrong. It's genuinely refreshing to get back to something that's written like dog shit because the last book we had, we didn't have much to say because it wasn't right, but it was written competently. <laughs> Boring. Whereas the very first, yeah, the first book we read was written like nonsense, and now we're back to the nonsense. I love nonsense. So thank you, Sean Castile, for not knowing how to do your job. I'm a fan of nonsense. Brad Steiger is the author of countless books on UFOs, uh, aliens, and nearly any other paranormal phenomena you can think of. While preparing this heady volume on the ancient astronauts known as the Sky People, we spoke to Steiger on the subject of Brinsley Lepoa Trench, the 8th Earl of Clancarty, and his involvement with a topic that has come to fascinate millions over the course of just over half a century. As usual, Steiger does not disappoint as he reveals the theories and beliefs he has constructed along the way. I'm sure they're wonderful. Just get to it. We're going to find out. Yeah, Why don't you just start just... with the theories and beliefs? Jack, you got to set the scene, Jack. you got to build it up. You don't! All right, so we're... That, yeah, that part, that, like, sort of contentsy bullet pointy page is over, and I don't know why it was in there to begin with. But now we're starting on the first section. Sorry, who of... who wrote this bit again? Brad? Short, Sean Castile. Sean Castile. Okay. Yeah. Brad. Um, How did I get Brad and from? I believe, Where the I believe, fuck do you get Brad well, from? Well, because Brad and Sherry Steiger uh, are maybe that's about. All right, well, it shows how much I'm listening. Sean has penned this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're starting the section now called Trench is Unfairly Overlooked. And, I mean, <laughs> Trench is like he's not. 
They won't listen. They won't listen to me about my alien theories. They're so mean. <laughs> They wrote, they wrote all these books and talked about how he was a pioneer and how he kickstarted all this stuff. And you, now you're going to tell me that what well, he doesn't get the. Well, maybe the he was overlooked by, like, you know, say his family and the world maybe. at large, you know? They didn't know at the time that he was a genius. Only now yeah. that we look at He's a real Renaissance man. Yeah, there we go. I read Brensley's book when it came out in the 1960s, Steiger said. I haven't had the privilege of hanging out with him the way Brother Tim. <laughs> the fuck? Brother Tim. Uh, it's got in brackets after Brothers Tim Beckley. Is he like the a monk? Brother... I don't know. Okay. Maybe they just because you know they're in a cult. Maybe that's how they talk to e- about each other. Oh. Um, I haven't had the privilege of hanging out with him the way Brother Tim has, but I certainly am familiar with his work. It's the groundbreaker <laughs> aspect, or is Tim just his actual brother? <laughs> <laughs> and he's insane. <laughs> Can I mean, we imagine? know he's insane. I, yeah, but like, I feel like those are different types of insanities. So yeah, to being being a conspiracy theorist and, <laughs> and referring, referring to, to your yeah. brother as a brother name. Yeah, those are different kinds of insanity. I think we're on on the same page. I'm going to disagree. It's <laughs> okay for no reason. It's, I want to elaborate. One thing is a slippery slope towards the other, according to Toby. Uh, yeah, I refuse to elaborate. <laughs> It's a gateway insanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's the groundbreaker aspect, which many the of us... The fuck do you mean Tim the groundbreaker Dan, aspect? I don't know. I don't know what they mean, but that's what it says. It's the groundbreaker aspect, which many of us, Tim and I, were kind of at the forefront of things, and in our <coughs> own way, we each forged certain things ahead, as Brinsley Lapoa Trench did. What is that sentence? I know. I, 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 I feel like you guys are instinctively feeling like I must be just reading it wrong, but I'm not. <laughs> this is just how this is written. It's like you can't decide. You can't like decide where a sentence is going. So he keeps trying to cram more things into it. So he's like, uh, yeah, and this and that and this and uh, shit. I only have a couple more things I can fit into the sentence. Like he's trying to get his money's worth for each sentence. Because that sentence, it's the groundbreaker aspect, which many of us, and then they have a little dash. Tim and I were, were, were but then they never explain what the many of us did. Or you know do, what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe feel. it's maybe it reflects poorly on me and the effect that this book is having on me. But I kind of just understood that. I didn't even, I didn't even <laughs> blink when you read that. That made sense <laughs> oh to me. Oh my god, he's too far okay. gone. He's too fucking far he's gone. One of them. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Keep an eye on how he starts referring to his siblings. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Now, when I wrote Atlantis Rising, (laughs) Steiger continued, which has become one of my most long-lived books, it went into 11 printings in just a year and a half. I quoted quite freely from Brinsley Lapoa Trench's work with his Hugh-Dash Man and Chemical Man (laughs) and Sky Gods. Sorry, Chemical Man? Chemical Man. Isn't that like a superhero? You can't can't write this appendix to the Sky People and then put it before the Sky People, which they keep doing. They keep just dropping little hints of bat shit that's going to come later and then not explaining themselves. Oh, the Sky... I'm so Ooh, Sean Castile has made multiple podcast appearances, guys. Ooh. I'm just doing a bit of background. Yeah, so do you think he'll come on crikey watershit books? I think, I think there's at least... Once again, we're going to have to bust out the fake podcast name and just risk getting sued. Yeah. 
I'm up for it. I'm fine with yeah. that. <laughs> I quoted quite freely from Brinsley Lepoa Trench's work with his Hugh Man and Chemical Man and Sky Gods and so forth, giving him full credit, of course, for every attribution. This is a field where, when it was very new, there were only a few proponents. Um, Jack, can, can no. I get a fact check? Can uh, you ever? Is Atlantis Rising like a fiction where he's borrowed these ideas and terms, or is it another one of these nutter books for nutters? What I like about that list of names, it sounds like, like the so forth at the end sounds like he's, he's kind of like dismissively listing like a, a list of of some dumb kids, uh, made up characters or something. Like it sounds so like ah, <laughs> uh, and you're you're chemical man and so forth, you know. Well, the thing is, uh, that's what it is as it well. It sounds like a, it's such a fucking stupid list of names. <laughs> Atlantis Rising by T.A. Barron. No, we're looking for Brad Steiger. Give, give it a goog. While you're doing that, there is a picture of Google uh, books, Brad I found and it. Sherry. Yeah, Atlantis okay. Rising. Zero reviews on Goodreads. Or on Google cool. Books, sorry. One of um, his most long-lived books, according to him. It's got a real shit cover, I have to say. <laughs> it's like... Oh, man. It's just the word Atlantis Rising, Brad Steiger, blah, blah, blah. And then there's like a tiny wavy line at the top to indicate water. What? Okay. Ew, that is... That, that type is so... Oh, yeah, that's really bad. Badly said. It's really horrendous. It's, yeah, okay. It's, most, um, it's, uh, it's ugly. Can you see what, like, I like I, genre I, it I is? do typography in, in college, and, and this is... Like, this offends uh. me. <laughs> if I if I turn this up to one of my to my lecturers, I'd be kicked out of the fucking course. <laughs> no, it's not listing genre anywhere. It has okay. zero reviews everywhere, and it's just I don't know if this book exists. <laughs> it's part of the conspiracy that is legacy of the sky people. Um, Steiger recalled an ancient astronauts conference in the early 1980s, at which the main speakers were Eric von Daniken. NASA's own Joseph Blumrich. Oh, they always have Whoa. to have good B names. B L U M R I C H. Can they never just have a bad name? Is it possible to ever have a bad name and be insane? insane? They can't do it. Who authored a book called The Spaceships of Ezekiel and himself? Beautiful. Brinsley uh, Lepoa Trench. Sorry, was that's, not sorry, what's the name of that book? The Spaceships of Ezekiel and himself? No. Uh, the book is called The Spaceships of Ezekiel, and Steiger was also at the conference. Oh, sorry. I, okay, right, yeah. yeah. Sometimes Joseph I forget Blum the start of sentences because they go on for decades. <laughs> <laughs> See? Jo Joseph Blumrich is who wrote The Spaceships of Ezekiel. Brinsley the Poet Trench was not among the speakers. He was probably generally neglected, Steiger said, because Erich von Daniken was the fair-haired boy at that time and was given a great deal of credit... For coming up with the whole ancient astronauts concept. Oh, okay, so so and you sure Eric as Vandanikin, hell want credit for that? Who who we've been treating as as you know the golden boy of uh, of the ancient astronaut theorists is a kind of a poser. <laughs> He's a charlatan. He's a fraud. He's a thief. That's kind of the Fucking big claim, I guess. Bastard. It was easier to do then. We didn't have the media that we do now, and a book such as The Sky Gods was read by a few individuals, but the great masses of people then were not interested. 
No, they weren't. Wait, did why didn't you say it was? Why the weren't they interested? Dumb. They should dumb have been. Pieces of shit. Frankly, Not like today. Then something comes out and gets a lot of attention, like Chariots of the Gods, which is a book that uh, Daniken wrote. As people said, Von Daniken just happened to be standing in front of the cosmic slot machine when it paid off. <laughs> Good. I like that. There are others, Steiger continued. Tim has published the work of... You can't... Who? Who's Tim? Is it your brother? Your brother Tim? <laughs> brother Tim? Oh, look up brother Tim. Hold up. You're, Tim you're Beckley, not going to get what you want. This person. Brother Tim. <laughs> Come on. Let's see. Brother Timothy. I'm on Brother Timothy's website. BrotherTimothy.net um, <laughs> Oh god, what is this? <laughs> this is I a dark day. But for... now I'm very curious about what it is. This is a dark day um, for Jack Brother Timothy, he seems to be a country singer. <laughs> uh, support Brother Timothy. Do it, everybody. Yeah, he does... He, he does singing and stuff. Okay, Poetry. probably not them then. Look up reading. Tim Beckley, B-E-C-K-L-E-Y. Oh, Timoth Oh, yeah, Tim Timothy Green Beckley. Uh, he he died. Um, he died on in May of this year. Um, <laughs> oh no. Okay. okay. Yeah, he's actually got. I look some... like a bad guy because I laugh, but like that was just <laughs> so abrupt. You were like, oh yeah, the guy that died. I no, was like, it's that just... is not helped. <laughs> I, I no, I remember. I looked up the people who wrote this book ages ago to see what else they'd done, and this guy's got some. And I found out that he died, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is the guy that died." I, right. Oh, I feel bad now. Um, but yeah, he's got some <laughs> other great books. He's got um, "Alien Lives Matter." It's okay to be gray. Um, what? Yeah. Sorry. That's the name of a book that he uh, wrote. Or was involved in in some capacity. He's also got Tim Timothy Green Beckley's big book of werewolves, um, which I'll send you the cover of. What um, the fuck is this Alien Lives Matter thing? Dunno. I'll send I'll it send you both the cover. It appears to be a collection of stories about people being kidnapped. That one's also written by Sean Castile. Ah, oh, see they're teaming up. They're they a duo. Up, so I, yeah, he probably is the brother then. <laughs> that that's an incredible cover awful. oh my god that is truly awful there is <laughs> I can't communicate to you listeners how fucking busy the cover of Big Book of Werewolves is like, I really you need like, to look it up yourself I really like how the um the, there's like a werewolf standing in front of the moon but the moon is so incredibly orange that it looked like it it looks like it's trapped in amber or something yeah it's ridiculous it's spliced together so awfully. Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. It's that amazing. Really, really bad. Anyways, rest in peace, uh, uh, Timothy. Wait, what the fuck? Alien Lives Matter. It's okay to yeah. be great. Bad. Oh, but also, Alien Lives Matter is a is a book that also purports to suggest that, that aliens are real. So is the big book of werewolves a book about how werewolves are real? Probably. I listened to a podcast interview with Nick Redfern and he was talking about how... Um... When, when did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> how has that not come up? I did it uh, last week. Um, uh, and um, he was talking about Sasquatches and how they might be interdimensional beings. And, um, you know, Sasquatch hunters should probably bring, bring some ghost hunting equipment with them, to, you know, just in case... <laughs> In case they're, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm looking into this book, and yeah, the 
T- Timothy Green Beckley's Big Book of Werewolves, colon, in reality, in folklore, in cinema, is a book about how werewolves are probably real. Yeah, good. So, that can go on the list. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, back to this then. There are others, Steiger continued. Tim has published the work of others who were very prominent at that time. That's one of the great accomplishments of Tim's career. Not only his own research, but the fact that he is publishing so much work that no one today would have heard of. These books and authors deserve to be republished, and and the authors deserve to get their credit, because they certainly do have their niche in the great totem pole of who's been doing this research. Okay. Well, that's the end of trenches unfairly fuck off that was a whole ass chapter yeah that was a whole ass section yeah that was about how trench was overlooked which i think was relevant to about one line oh wow kill me kill me with a dog okay (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about i don't know i'm just upset toby um how many crikeys do we give that section oh zero two one Zero. That's not worth two. What are you talking I'll about? <laughs> Alright, well that averages out to one. Next up is the scholarly approach, which is uh, three paragraphs long, so be prepared to rate it. Hot doilies. Um, oh, do. Maybe it's going to be the most powerful Ste- three cat paragraphs of our fucking lives. Let's go. Steiger feels that Trench stands out from his contemporaries because the late Earl's approach was more scholarly and careful in terms of the claims he made. Are you fucking sure? (laughs) Brinsley would present things as a hypothesis, Steiger said. He would say, perhaps you find this daring. Perhaps you find this offensive to your beliefs. Don't fuck off. That's not how you phrase a hypothesis either. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Perhaps you're a little bitch who doesn't believe in aliens. Perhaps... (laughs) Shut up and cry. Go cry. You, I'm not saying I've proved anything. It's a hypothesis that I think you're, you know, perhaps you're impotent. <laughs> perhaps you've got a little perhaps tiny you find dick. This, a little tiny baby dick. Perhaps you find this offensive to your beliefs. But consider that the Jehovah may have been a leader of people who came from the stars. There's a difference, Steiger said, between presenting things and allowing your readers to ponder them and then make up his or her own mind than just com- coming out and saying... These are fucking hell. Uh, it's flub time. Flub a dub dub. Oh man, I am running out of seven up quickly. Why are you drinking seven up in the alcoholic drinking game, Jack? I'm so offended. Uh, <laughs> There's a difference, Steiger said, between presenting things and allowing your readers to ponder them and then make up his or her own mind than just coming out and saying, these entities came from outer space and they built the pyramids. There's a difference between presenting it as a hypothesis and presenting it as fact. There sure is. This entire last paragraph is in but one set of parentheses. <laughs> it should it should be noted. Oh my Spokesman Georgios defends yeah, Eric von Daniken on these same grounds, saying that von Daniken never flatly declared that the aliens built the pyramids, as well as the fact that Chariots of the Gods has around 200 question marks yeah, scattered heard, throughout the book. I've That's seen, I've seen him. I've shit. seen him be like this, like on an episode of Ancient Aliens. He was like, people just ignore the question marks. It's crazy. There's so many question marks. What people just ignore <laughs> I swear to God, I've seen him on episodes of Ancient Aliens just come out and yeah. say... 
you know, any amount of bullshit. Yeah, but you just can't see the question marks go on. I can't. That's true. I can't. He's got such a heavy German accent that I'm not hearing his inflection. Because, yeah, that, that's on you. Charis- I won't lie. <laughs> has around 200 question marks scattered throughout the book, serving to indicate that Von Daniken was also presenting his evidence hypothetically. Cry- well, that's the end of the scholarly approach. Hypothetically, so aliens gave Earth and that, uh, you know, the Garden of Eden is on Mars. Hypothetically, hypoth- we have no reason to think that, but it's a hypothesis <laughs> that we've come up with. And Just get away with saying whatever you want if you put a question It's on you, if you, if you think that we're making that claim, okay? Um, it's on you. Four crikeys. Mm, four? Three. Four. What the fuck? Two. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> Toby is our taste maker and his his answer <laughs> is the average of ours. Um, three crikeys it is. Next up, we've got The Martians Are Us. And that title would suggest this is going to be a more interesting is that, is that like um, Is that like a, ch- no is that a, is that a children's toy chain for aliens? <laughs> uh, that's that's bad because Martians <laughs> are like a race of people, presumably. <laughs> look, I oh, my favorite toy chain, Hispanics are us. <laughs> you know, look, that joke could have used more time in the oven, but <laughs> but I went with it. Steiger was asked for his opinion about human life originating on Mars, and he had a ready answer. In my book, Gods of Aquarius, I said, we... <laughs> Gods Aquarius? of Aquarius. You know, like the sports drink. <laughs> no, I don't. In my book, Gods of Aquarius, I said, we have met the Martians and they are us. And that's been echoed. I don't... What does that mean? Has it now? <laughs> I don't know if I was the first to say it. That was in the mid-1970s. But it's certainly been said. <laughs> uh, that was just an unfortunate placement of the uh, page. But it's certainly been said. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, that would have been way funnier. <laughs> that, that, that is the end of the episode. That's sentence. actually funnier. I don't know if I said it first, guys, but I said it. But I said it, did. and people people after me also have said that, so... So, you I don't know. know. You know, you put two and two together, okay? Why I think I? you can get what I'm saying here, okay? Jesus And I suppose Christ. I was, at least subconsciously, unconsciously, harking back to what I read in Trench. That the great Ark, instead of Noah being an ancient Israelite, he was a great leader on Mars, and the great Ark was a great spaceship coming to Earth. <laughs> At the time Trench At the time Trench said it, people weren't prepared. But it's been interesting He was too but ahead it's been of his time to see. But it's been interesting to see that in most polls, the idea of life existing on other planets or in other solar systems is now generally accepted by young people. Are you serious? Is that what you're equating? I don't yeah, I don't think that's that is you're- Look, not relevant. Need to say, not even close to you're relevant. You're gonna need to say that sentence again because, like, my brain got overloaded. They're claiming that they're claiming that. Oh, look, people weren't ready for for Brizzly Lepore's, uh, you know, theories about Noah's Ark at the time. Right. But nowadays, people say maybe aliens exist. So ah, uh, yes, pro- yes. Like, we can probably from... chalk that up to this guy, right? <laughs> mm, that's a that's a lovely A equals Z situation. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jesus, okay. Um, whereas back in the 1950s and 1960s, it was rejected by nearly everyone. 
More and more, the idea that life could have existed elsewhere in our solar system doesn't get a door slammed immediately. At least they're open to discussion. And I am open, as you know, speaking for the young, I am open to the discussion that life exists on other planets. Am I open to the discussion that Noah's Ark was a real be a spaceship from Mars? Yes, you no. are, because you started a podcast about it. <laughs> That's not true. Right, yourself. I do that. I just, I just, you know, I need to hear about it a little more. I'm, I'm so mind. demonstrably lying right now. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, give, me, give me a few more drinks and maybe I'll be, uh, I'll be more receptive, you know? <laughs> Give me a couple more seven ups with a dash of blackcurrant juice. You okay. fucker. Stoogly boogly. Oh, I messed up the line, guys. Well, I I'm said finished. Stoogly boogly. I, I finished now, so. Get some more, you fucker. Like, if you're gonna get drink. Get some more Ribena. Look, if you're. It's drinking time for the boys. If you're Jack, not gonna drink. Get some more Sprite. If you're not even gonna drink alcohol. And you, we'll wait for you to get a Sprite. I'll get some fucking Sprite. You better fucking drink something, Jesus. Jack. I'm going now. <laughs> Fucker thinks he can get away with that shit. What are you, what kind of what uh, kind of for, podcast do you think we're running here? Holy for fuck. people at home before we recorded, uh, started recording. Toby was like, "Hey, we're gonna need to do this one quickly because I don't have that much time." <laughs> this is important. This is important. This is. This is the only reason I do this anymore, is I need an excuse to drink socially. I don't want him to think he can get away with this shit. <laughs> what what drink do you think he's coming back with? Probably more 7-Up, let's be honest. Let's let's use this time to, to workshop a 7-Up based diss. Um... 7... Chump? Uh... 7-Up your ass! Okay. Yeah, let's do them both. <laughs> Hey Jack, are you back? Does that answer your question? <laughs> it sure does. Hey, what's the drink? Oh, it's 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 Sprite <laughs> with with blackcurrant Fuck! juice in it. Is Fuck! it Sprite? Yeah. <laughs> sprite up your ass. <laughs> More like seven jump. <laughs> Shit. You piece of shit, Jack. You couldn't do this one thing for us. <laughs> we workshopped seven of base insults, Jack. And you got Sprite, you he fucker. Came back with Sprite. It's not even Sprite. It's like Aldi brand lemon lime fizzy That's drink or whatever. He got like Aldi lime lemon brand up your ass. Aldi lime lemon brand up your ass. <laughs> You seven chump. This is what we have to resort to now, Jack. See, you've left us in this position. Oh, that has to be the name of the episode now. <laughs> Steiger pointed to the recent statements by mainstream scientists that proposed that the components of DNA in the human genome may have originated on other planets. The idea was even used in the movie Star Trek, The Search for Spock. <laughs> That's what you're going to cite. Amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. I've never done something stupid like that. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Steiger commented. How any new idea whose time has come filters into society on so many levels. What? What? Fine. Then the idea becomes a meme, and it's like a living thing that plants itself in the psyches of those who hear it and perpetuate it. Yeah, well. Just memeing on us. That's all they do. Just memeing. 
that's the end of um, it's all a meme bro question marks we got quite the martians are us not the book the i've met the martians and they are us or whatever this book is so called but that chapter that was like the, the we've met the martians that was like the chapter that was that was the one and that was yeah that was like a six a six what the fuck? You're way too generous. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Jack like to say two. four so I can. Oh, fuck. No, it was a two. Uh, I'm sorry. What's, what's I'm in between? Well, once again, what's in, what's in between six and two? Uh, yeah. Like a yeah, like a, like a three. Sure. No, wait, wait a second. Uh, All right. No, it would have been four. Once again, you are the taste man. Uh, four, sure. Right, no, don't say it's four just for the joke. Say how shit it is. Tell me. And you know what? It's a zero. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why was I even like... Oh, shit. I got what it. even happened in that chapter? Right. Tell me what happened in now that, in it's that section. Three. It's a three. It's a three. It was just man. a bunch of... It's a three. Really weird equivalencies that I thought were really funny. No, you know what? They were actually pretty funny. I did some, I did some bafflingly shit math there, and I'm glad we you lost did. over You it. did. I just... Yeah. <laughs> And I'm, I'm not cutting it out. In fact, I'm going <laughs> to cut out the context so that you just say the wrong math for no reason. I mean, you won't even understand how stupid it is without the context. But Yeah, that'll, actually, gonna be that'll reflect worse on you, Carlisle. People will be like, wow, Carlisle's really terrible at editing podcasts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they will have stopped listening a while before that. They'll probably have stopped listening in the... Uh... All right, how do we make a 7-up based disc section? Um... The South American Connection is the name of the next chapter. Wow. It's like a it's like a an Italian job sequel, you know? <laughs> the, the South American Connection. You know. <laughs> is there anything new in the ancient world? Well, there's a lot new, Steiger answered. It seems like every day we're finding another temple. We're finding evidence of an advanced civilization. Now, for many years, ever since my book, Worlds Before Our Own, I've been suggesting, just suggesting now, a hypothesis. A lot of perhaps is a lot of question marks. I did not say the word hypothesis correctly. Get your sprite down here. Yeah, yeah. I've been suggesting, just suggesting now, a hypothesis that civilization may have moved from South America to the rest of the world, not vice versa. As we study our history now, of course, we begin with the Sumerians, and then we move forward, eventually to the Egyptians, then it's the Greeks, the Romans. Okay, fine. Um, But we're finding so many ancient civilizations now in South America. We have massive structures, and no one knows exactly who built them. One theory after another crumbles as we date these structures. Therefore aliens, of course. Therefore aliens. I think if the sky gods came, if the sky people came, they may have landed in and built their first civilizations in South America. Or, if you don't accept that, then simultaneously. Uh, what? <laughs> Wait, so that they... Okay, so he's saying... Simultaneously well, okay. with what, Brad? I think what he's saying is, well, it's, it's, it's unreasonable to assume that civilization sprung up both in Sumeria and in South Africa, uh, South America, sorry. <laughs> so what's more reasonable is that the Sumerians uh, developed naturally and aliens popped up in <laughs> South America or aliens popped up in both. That is more reasonable yeah. than civilization happening twice in different places. Right. Um, 
Also, I just wasn't prepared for the sentence to end that soon, and it really caught yeah, me off guard. Neither was I. Uh, I was. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't make sense where it ended. Um, Steiger said he differs from the more mainstream beliefs about evolution, preferring to believe that Homo sapiens evolved alongside other hominid species, uh-huh. as opposed to clean, as opposed to a clean chronology from Neanderthal to Cro-Magnon to Homo. What? No, that's not. Wait, what? That isn't the chronology that evolutionists suggests we didn't evolve from neanderthals yeah no that doesn't well, that's just not how it he's saying that uh, wait what hang on <laughs> steiger said he differs from the more mainstream not that bit just it. the bit about preferring to believe that homo sapiens evolved alongside other hominid species as opposed to a clean chronology from neanderthal but that is how it Chromat- but that's how that is the current yeah, that's that, not that's Cro-Magnon, it. but no. Congratulations, yeah, you've just you've just described Neanderthals the belief that, that is... you claim to be contrary to. What are you talking about? Christ, our current species was the Sky People's eventual goal, but that's several hominid life fuck. <laughs> hominid life fuck. Boy, this is an absolute life fuck Flub. right here. Our current species was the Sky People's eventual goal. But that several hominid forms of life coexisted with us and then yeah, died out, he said. Is that not what happened that... in real life, though? It is what happened Just in real life. Just without the sky people bit. This isn't a hot take. <laughs> That's... The sky people bit is the hot take bit. But the bit he's saying, we did live alongside Neanderthals. We interbred with Neanderthals. <laughs> oh, God. Brackets. A similar theory is presented by Giorgio Sukalugaduko elsewhere in this book, where he cites the stone, the stone blocks of Puma Punku in Bolivia as the smoking gun of the ancient astronaut theory, and also argues for humankind originating in South America. Um, there is a picture of some petroglyphs, but you can't see anything, and there's a big blurb, and I don't want to read it. I can't be bothered. That's a shame. I love petroglyphs. That's a picture of some, like, vases or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, that's the end of the South American connection. All right. How many chapters are left in it? Starring Jason Statham. <laughs> and uh, Eric Bana. Was he in that? No. Uh, like, three. There was three pages left. And then... Or then we're on to the next book within this book. That section in Crikey's... I'm going for, like, an eight or a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the You're a piece of shit, did, Carlisle? Did that, did that did that chapter contain the uh, seven up bit? Yes. All right, it's a nine. Because <laughs> that was our. No, I really yeah. like a. I big, have big to. Seven. I sure. have to go like negative ten to bring that back down, <laughs> don't I? Yeah. We said a lot of fight. I don't know how to rate these anymore. Yeah. Because, like, do I rate yeah. them for how entertaining they are? Because this one was very entertaining. But also, I said a bunch of shit where I was just like, what the fuck do you know? Honestly, this really was like a five for me. This was mildly entertaining. Yeah. I didn't find five. it, you know, it didn't It didn't blow me out of the water. Five. I'm happy with that. Five. Yeah. Next up, we got the magical nature of things. <laughs> okay. Steiger said it is impossible to know the precise order of the sky gods whether they were the true creators of everything or only a group of extraterrestrial scientists who created mankind in a kind of laboratory setting. Right, okay. We've had great science fiction writers point out, he said, that any group that is greatly advanced will be considered great magicians by the more primitive people. 
great advances in science would appear magic. Yeah. We're talking over something... We're talking over something that definitely would have been considered magical and had us burned at the stake for if we were to say we would communicate by holding a box to our ears. That would be considered magical. So I guess they did this (laughs) over the phone. Talking over? Okay. Wait, what? No, he said talking over. I think that's wrong. I think he shouldn't have said that. Also, is he just (laughs) describing like that one line from Thor? I don't think he should have said any of this. Yeah, that's a really hot take, Toby. (laughs) That would be considered magical. But certainly, people who had come flying from the sky <laughs> would, fit, would fit the various interpretations. You have to be joking. That's the end of the magical nature of things. No, Wonderful. it's not. Wonderful. It is. That, that is a, oh, come on, one that's, and a half paragraph long chapter. Of oh, book. that's so easy. That's like an easy zero from all of us. Come yeah, on, let's yeah, be yeah, honest with yeah, sure, ourselves. Sure. Oh, wow, Hardwired to that. seek God is the name of the next chapter, and Ooh. clearly fits into a chapter that already happened. So why did they bother? I think the more I study, Steiger said, that we are definitely hardwired to perceive advanced beings as godlike, and I think we are hardwired just to perceive and understand a concept of god. I think what? that is hardwired into our species. Do you want to say now, hardwired whether this has one been more time? Hardwired oh by god. our progenitors from <laughs> outer space, or is it just hardwired no. into our <laughs> evolution? Please, oh my god, get a thesaurus! <laughs> But how we perceive entities greater than we is a question we could discuss endlessly. But I think it's simply hardwired into us to see <laughs> that we are part of a greater cosmic entity. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines, and the word hardwired happens one, two, three, four, five, six times. Steiger reiterated oh, his crazy. <laughs> Oh, please reiterate. Please reiterate. Steiger reiterated his support of Trench, saying, I think it's a very viable hypothesis of Trenches, that our ancestors, our creators, that gets a little bit dicey for some people, that our creators came from another world and fashioned us to be the grand experiment that we are today. Steiger and his wife and working partner, Sherry, received dozens of letters and emails every day from people writing about their paranormal experiences. He feels most of the communicants are intelligent, well-educated individuals whose testimony of their strange encounters would hold up in a court of law. This man doesn't know how courts of law work, clearly. <laughs> Apparently. What did he say about courts of law? Sorry, that their paranormal he said they testimonies get, they get, would hold up in a court of law. They get letters from people, apparently dozens every day, of people going, "Oh, my toaster moved in the night," and then he's going, "Yeah, this would hold up in court." <laughs> he's saying it would. Yes, he's saying it would. Yeah. He's saying that all of the people who write to him are big brainy boys, and they're going to hold up in court when they say this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They believe that these experiences, these interactions, and again, I marvel that this idea has become such a living, developing philosophy and even a religion to so many people. Where people would have talked about angels and demons a century ago, or still today, of course, but now we talk about aliens. We talk about reptilians. (laughs) Again, I'm talking about how a template seems to have been laid down in the human psyche. Sorry, you just put the word reptilians as if it was like comparable or yep 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 maybe that'll or a synonym for for <laughs> well, alien I assume he means like 
lizard reptilian people. lizard people, yeah. Again, I'm talking about how a template seems to have been laid down in the human psyche to interpret whatever we're interacting with, whatever this phenomenon is, to interpret it in the same age-old vocabulary and concepts. So that's the end of Hardwired to Seek God. <laughs> Wonderful. Three. Yeah, like a... Uh, yeah. No, actually, the hardwire bit was phenomenal. I'm giving the hardwire bit was really good, <laughs> really but otherwise fun. it was garbage. So. It was terrible after that, so I guess I got lower than. All right, seven. All right. Where did that? Where, where did that end up? <laughs> uh, I'll go three as well. Okay. Right, I guess around like a, uh, like, a, like a five. Yeah, that that makes sense. No, like a four point five or a four point right. three. All right, moving on. <laughs> The next chapter is called Sherry Steiger Weighs In. Steiger's Sherry, wife, like, 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 the, silent like, like for the, the whole drink. time or something. And then she's just there, like, I also think. She aliens. speaks when Brad allows it. <laughs> oh, no. Steiger's oh. wife, Sherry, is an ordained minister. Whoa. Fine. When, when, how, how are you going to be a minister and yeah, also be that's that's brave. saying that God doesn't fucking exist? Well, not that he doesn't exist, he's just big that alien. he's a lizard he's man. A big he's a big alien. alien. Yeah. But then do you believe that you pray to an alien yeah. and the alien answers your prayers? Yeah. yeah. And, that the alien, and your soul is going to go to hell? Yes! Yes, hell is <laughs> alien hell, Carlisle. Uh, fine. Steiger's wife, Sherry, is an ordained minister. When asked how the alien question affects her faith, okay, she said wow. she has no Here problem. She said she has no problem entertaining such possibilities because there is so much that dovetails in all religions and myths. But she still believes that there has to be a god who rules over all. We may be created by others, but there is still a supernatural creator slash spirit that determines the outcome. Okay. Brad Steiger said the pronoun. Hmm. So, so, but okay. So she's saying that, hey, yeah, maybe all of your alien stuff is real, but God is also real. Yeah, it's kind of like the the current Pope recently was like, yeah, evolution is probably, you know, there's so much evidence now that evolution happened, that evolution happened, but God made it happen. So just, but then you got to discard the Bible. So. Uh... <laughs> Ah, uh, who cards the Bible, though, really? Yeah, but the Pope, usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if one person should. <laughs> like, maybe don't be Pope well, if you if you discard the Bible. Was it, th was it this Pope or the last Pope who was like, yeah, Jesus' birthday was not to the 25th of December, guys. The nativity's wrong. Just practicing <laughs> casual blasphemy. I don't remember that happening. Because that's true. That is definitely true. But yeah, he was born in like April. Like. I, I don't remember. What did they ever acknowledge that he's not a pasty white boy? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I wonder which pope is going to come out and say. I love. It. I love if it would said that in the Bible. <laughs> Jesus is a pasty white boy. Out pop Jesus, and he wa he wasn't pasty. I couldn't. Ah, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> and then, then the current pope. Went up on a podium one day and he was like, Jesus had a sick tan. <laughs> Jesus was a brother. Oh, God. Jesus, Jesus was a, had a really good tan and also four arms. If I was the Pope, <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just make Yo, shit up. If you're the Pope, can you do that? Can you actually you just, can just like, say whatever the fuck you want? Uh, can you oh, make amendments to the Jesus Bible? Jesus has a level 19 YouTube. Uh, he, he can beat your Pokemon. <laughs> 
If you wear your socks inside out, devil himself is gonna fuck you when you go to hell. <laughs> socks and sandals there's, there's more send than... you straight down into the murky death. There's, there's more than enough evidence now, uh, everybody, that you know that evolution is real. That I just have to accept that as, as fact. Also, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that Pokemon is also canon to the Bible. <laughs> and also, pineapples aren't allowed anymore. They're not yeah. allowed. You can't have them. I've decided, actually. Do you think Jesus used a Pikachu? You think Jesus ate pineapples? What? What the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus told me personally while we were trading Pokemon to complete our Pokédexes that pineapples are abhorrent and against the Christian faith. And he fucking hates We need to move food. on from this yeah, bit. Okay. We need to stop. Yeah. Brad, Brad Steiger said that the pronouncements from the Vatican in recent years seem to indicate an openness to the question. He and Sherry receive correspondence from clergymen who are nominally receptive to the idea. Okay. I do get letters, Steiger said, saying... <laughs> All right, flex, okay. <laughs> I get letters. <laughs> saying, well, I can't openly agree with you, but I do agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? Wow. There was, it, it would hold up in court. Don't forget it would hold up it in court. Would. So if he wanted it to, would. he could out this clergyman and get them removed from their post. Um, There was one... There was at one time an organization called Spiritual Frontiers Fellowship. Jack, I'm going to need you to tell me if the Spiritual Frontiers Fellowship exists in any fashion. Spiritual Frontier Frontiers Sorry, of course. That's where the plural would go. <laughs> of course. Fellowship. Yeah, uh, it says okay. in brackets, Steiger said he doesn't know if it still exists today, but th that's why we've got our own Jack. Oh, I clicked on the SFF website and it said you're oh, being wow. redirected. Um, okay. Spiritual Frontiers Fellowship, shining a light into the metaphysical community since 1973. Clearly they do. My account. My accounts and purchases? What All can right. you buy? Uh, I don't know. There's not a shop, so... <laughs> I spoke at their meetings a number of times, he said, and I found a great openness and agreement with the concepts we're discussing. Now, whether they declared that from their pure... Fuck! Oh, there's a DVD. There's a DVD you can buy. <laughs> Blu-ray? Subscribe to our Bandcamp and listen to our commentary of the... Uh, of the of the DVD. <laughs> the Spiritual Frontiers Fellowship DVD. I spoke at their meetings a number of times, he said, and I found a great openness and agreement with the concepts we're discussing. Now, whether they declared that from their pulpits when they got home, I'm not certain. But I know they did in person, and in our continued correspondence, they expressed these things. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think any of the established religions could accept the basic premise if it's not presented in an offensive way. Like, boy, you people are stupid to believe this. We've come into a modern age. That's going to turn everyone off. But if you ask, as Trench did, and certainly as I've tried to do, and Sherry in our writings, if we present these things as hypotheses, which ask people simply to consider, yeah. then I question think you marks. find openness question marks. among yeah. people Include of question marks. Yeah, if you, as long as you put perhapses and question marks wherever they fit, 
you know, you're not going to offend anyone, I guess. <laughs> Hypothetically, are you a little saying? bitch? You little bitch boy? Which goes against what? Which goes you against can't what? can't be offended. Yeah. Right. Also, sorry, just before you go on, um, the most re- uh, recent talk uh, that they've, that uh, the, the Spiritual Frontiers Fellowship has done uh, was with speaker uh, Vincent Jenner. Um, and the title was the event it was at. What the fuck? Hang on, sorry. This is really confusing, but... Um, yeah, it was titled, Is the Fifth Dimension J a Singing Group? So, <laughs> what the fuck? I really okay. don't know what to make of that. I just had to read that out. That's the end of Sherry Steiger Ways In. And I'm just checking. There is one quote from Sherry Steiger, and then the rest is still just Brad Steiger. Yeah, talking. I thought that was a pretty... Sherry kind of... She didn't, she didn't weigh in all that much. She didn't weigh that much, I suppose. Which means like, you got to give that one a, a fat two, crikeys. Or, or a one. Or a in one, In support crikey. of women, what do you think, I'm giving a one. In support of women. <laughs> <laughs> He's a feminist, girls. Look out. Get you a guy. Look out. <laughs> Look out. Here comes feminist Toby. Watch yourselves. I he supports your rights. I'm not saying that women should throw themselves at me. But if they do, I would get it. <laughs> okay. Um, the next section is called A Parting Tribute <laughs> and is the last section. And it's two paragraphs long. Make it, so make it snappy, Colonel. Make it snappy. Click your fingers as you read this, if you could. Don't do No. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to listen to this. That's fair enough. <laughs> Asked if he had any final comment to make, Steiger said, I'd like to pay tribute to all the groundbreakers like Brinsley the Poetry. Oh my god. Who, who had the courage in a very intellectual, non offensive, hypothetical manner. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> that's such a terrible line as well because it makes it sound like his courage is hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetically, if I was put in a situation where I needed to be courageous, I could be courageous. Hypothetically. <laughs> who had the courage in a very intellectual non-offensive hypothetical manner to bring up ideas that caught fire in my psyche tim beckley psyche and the psyches of now hundreds of thousands of people who are at least entertaining the concept of what has become popularly known as ancient astronaut theory Beautiful. I know that Tim, Sherry, and I say that the UFO mystery, whatever it is, none of us claim to know precisely what it is, but we all accept that it is an integral part of our lives that we have yet to fully grasp. If anyone, you should know what it is. Like, if anyone knows what it is, it should be you. Yeah, I feel like you should have an idea. Well, that's the end of interviews with Sherry and Brad Steiger. That Um, fucking sucked. Yeah, it wasn't great. But it was at least a return to form. Oh, I've got my crikey moment though. I've got my number one crikey moment. For sure. Oh yeah, I forgot to I forgot to well, pick out a crikey moment in advance. Well, we'll give you some time as we move over into the post show. And here we are in the post show, Toby. Um, what was your crikeyest moment of today? It was hardwired. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> At no point did they proofread that because they would have realized that he had hardwired too many times, frankly. I think he just thought hardwired sounded really cool. That must be you it. Know? That was terrible. I mean, it was, it's a it was decent a- album by Metallica. That was funny. 
Yeah, that was, was funny. I'm not gonna laugh, but that was funny. <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> you'd be hard pressed to get a gig lad. You're, you're doing it right that now. Was, you're doing it right now. That was knee slappingly hilarious. He, I think he, I think you're hardwired to give me a giggle. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, my crankiest moment was that bit where they were like, this guy was just ahead of his time. Because in the 60s, no one would agree that Noah's, spa- Noah's Ark was a Martian spaceship. <laughs> yeah. But today, people are like, microbes might exist in another galaxy. So it's it's like the same it's thing. Pretty much, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. great. So that... That was a really stupid thing to say, <laughs> yeah. uh, and they sure did. Yeah. So, Jack? yeah, Jack, have you thought of one? Well, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess how little uh, Sherry really weighed in in the I mean, in the in the section <laughs> in titled the section, Sherry weighs Sherry in. Sherry Steiger weighs in. Yeah. Maybe it's just because it was the most recent thing that happened, but that is that's a really misleading title. <laughs> crikey to the patriarchy, you know. Yeah, crikey patriarchy. Crikey, Cri- what a shit patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, next uh, fortnight, we're going to be reading Ancient Aliens and their true relationship with God Almighty. Oh, which is wow. Also, uh, is, by, the same I guy? It's so also written by Sean Castile. Um, so that's very exciting, and I'm just oh, checking out how it's gonna be nonsense it again, isn't it? I mean, this whole it book does, is nonsense, it does. but like a, a special kind of nonsense. Like, the, yeah. I can't. It's about the same length. Kind of it's about the same length, and then I think it's the last thing we've got before the Sky People. Damn. So, the episode after next is going to be the Sky People, and you guys can see on the camera the Sky People is. It's about two thirds of this. Actually, yeah, actually. wow, that's that's a lot so, of sky people. That's gonna happen. So that's when that's when we get into the good stuff. But uh, please come back next week and and listen to uh, to ancient aliens please. and their relationship with I mean, God yeah. Almighty. Please. please come out next. Please come back next week. There won't be a new episode because this is there released fortnightly. But, but you know, listen, listen but come to back an old anyway. episode. Yeah, next again. Week. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to um, follow the show, you can do that on Twitter at CrikeyBook. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send an email to CrikeyPodcast at gmail.com. And oh, I tell you what, boys, I, fuck, I think we've forgotten to think of an outro again. Oh, um, shit. Um, uh, Jack, do something, uh, do something funny. Oh, uh, no. Oh, uh, gosh. Oh no!